Hi, I'm Jackie. I'm 51 and I live in San Diego, California. I'm 5'2". I'm Kelsey. I'm 31 and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm 6'4". Even though we have some gaps, we've been best friends through it all. Thanks for joining us on The Friend Gap. Hi, everybody, and nobody at all. We're excited to be talking with you today. This is our first episode, and while you don't know much about us, we're going to dive into when we met. We met in 2012 in Provo, Utah. My husband, Mike, and I were newlyweds when we moved into Jackie and her husband Dave's neighborhood. We had been married for just under a year, and we were both students. Uh, My husband, Mike, was playing football for Brigham Young University, which brought a whole other element to our life. It was crazy, busy, and exciting. Um, I remember how much I loved that apartment. It was under a chiropractic clinic, which to find a basement apartment that my husband and I could stand (laughs) up in was incredible. It was just such a fun place to live. And it was nice because it was kind of a newer place, which in a college town to find a nice apartment was so great. And then it turned out to be right next to the most incredible people ever. Amen. Just kidding. (laughs) Well, Dave and I had been married for about 14 years at that point, and we had three kids. We still do have three kids, by the way. But we had been living in Provo for four years after being in Tennessee, um, the Nashville area. Uh, Colton, our oldest, was 14 at the time, and Morgan, our girl, was 12, and Chase was our little caboose, and he was six. Um, I was a mom at home and just loving it being a mom, and Dave was working for a medical device company at the time. We were a cute little family, loving life, but something was missing. Right, Kels? You were supposed to be in my life, and so let's talk about where it did all begin. I think it's crazy to think about where this all started and trying to write it out for this episode was so surreal. I think we've been friends for so long that it's really hard to nail down for me. Um, I I know I saw you at church. That was kind of our, our one main link aside from our geographic location to each other was our church. But it wasn't until a few weeks later, and, and Mike had to help me remember this, that Mike came home from, I don't know what he was doing, whether he was walking home from school or just on a walk, but he came home and said that he ran into a couple of guys from church and that we were invited to a game night and asked if that was okay with me and if I wanted to go. Um, And it, it turns out that it was Dave and our other friend Jason that extended the invite and it was at Cammie and Jason's house. Um, But I both absolutely love and hate that my super introverted husband, I mean, exact opposite of me, ended up being the starting point for one of the greatest friendships of my life. Um, I really don't remember that game night at all. We were the newbies and kind of coming into this really um, established group. And so I think it was just really overwhelming that we were meeting all these people, (laughs) but it was, it was so great. And it's so funny that that's how it all started. But Jackie, do you remember that game night? You know, not at all. I remember Dave coming home and saying that he met somebody out on the street. And I don't know if I was like looking out the window and saw him talking, but I just, it's vague. And we needed a little reminder from our husbands. But I did remember that it was a game night that started it all. And it seemed to be that that's where um, so much of it happened. I'm pretty sure that was our MO for a bit. And then we started our drink runs, the memorable drink runs, and it just blossomed from there. We invited you over to dinner and the kids fell in love and we started football season, which that was a stressful time for you. 
And I think that I just feel so grateful that we were there to be able to help you out with that. And then, you know, the movie nights, sitting on the floor, watching them on the, on the wall. I don't know. Did you have like a great big TV or was it a screen or something? I just remember it being really big because yes, compared to we our had a projector TV, back then. Your big TV. That's right. It was the projector. And we just have so many good memories of all the first hangouts. Okay, so let's talk about drink runs because you saying drink runs just <laughs> made my whole body fall in love again. Um, okay, so to update all of you, to bring you up to speed, living in Utah in 2012, specialty soda shops were becoming all the rage. The Dirty Diet Coke, that's like where it all started, right? The Dirty Diet Coke, which is Diet Coke. Jackie, you should tell us what a Dirty Diet Coke is. Diet Coke with coconut syrup and a lime. And And it just takes (laughs) and just the right amount of ice. Yes, it's gotta be the right (laughs) amount of ice. So these these places were becoming all the rage. Um there are a few companies that we went to all the time and they were usually flavored sodas and cookies. That was their thing. It was these like specialty sodas and cookies. Um but Jackie, what was your drink order? Because you did a little different, right? Um, well, no, I started out like what I, it was interesting because back in 2012, like you said, it was like this huge thing that started happening and it all started with the dirty diet Coke. And I remember my sister-in-law telling me about it and she went to the store and got all the ingredients to be able to make this dirty diet Coke. And then you started seeing swig and so delicious and all of these places coming up. And that was kind of like the Utah mom drink was the dirty diet Coke. So that's what I've always been. I mean, I've always been a diet Coke gal. But that, you know, making it dirty was, <laughs> was so good. <laughs> it is. It's just, I don't know. It's delicious. I have strayed a little bit from that and done the Diet Dr. Pepper with raspberry cream or with the raspberry puree and cream. And that was totally, I got that from you at Fizz, right? But no, my yes. thing is a 32 ounce Dirty Diet Coke or Big Al, depending where you go at our favorite place with a little bit of extra ice. The ice is the thing for me. So it was always a struggle. And then yours was this simplest drink ever. It made me laugh every time. Here I am ordering 32 Dirty Diet Coke with a little bit of extra ice. And then Kels would turn and say, what was yours? I was so lame back then. I just wanted a straight Coke. I, for years, probably, I mean, since from when these shops started, until, I don't know, probably like 2020. So it was like eight years that this is happening. I had this most simple drink order. All I wanted was a regular Coke, just straight Coke. Straight up. Fully loaded, straight up Coke. And I I just, I didn't like mix-ins. I hate lime. Coconut's not my favorite. I just, <laughs> ugh, it wasn't, it wasn't the right thing for me. And so I was just like, nope, I just want a straight Coke. Um, But... COVID ruined my sense of taste. It's still not okay. That's a whole story for another day. And then trying to cut back on sugar, I switched to Diet Dr. Pepper. And I think because I switched to Diet Dr. Pepper, I wasn't polluting a Coke. And so I started feeling okay doing the Diet Dr. Pepper with mix-ins. So when I'm in Utah, I get what's called a Berry Bad Doctor from Fizz. Um, you can make it other places, but it's not like directly on the menu at Fizz. It's on the menu and it's a very bad doctor. So diet, Dr. Pepper, raspberry puree, vanilla, coconut, and cream. Holy moly. 
That is a lot. If you've of stuff. never put cream in your oh. soda, yeah, it's that's a game, game changer. changer. Totally. It's. Totally. I thought it was crazy. It. It was a total. But I. I too have gone and like bought all of the ingredients and made it myself, and it is so good. Um. So here's the big question, Jack. Of all the places we've mentioned, a few of them. Let's let's list them off. There's Swig was one that like really started it all. Um, so delicious. I know is is a big one in Utah County. Fizz was started I think in Davis County, and then Twisted Sugar started in Davis County. What's what's your favorite drink spot? Because I know that's a very polarizing topic for some people. Well, and that is a tough one. But since we both have moved from Utah and we live out of the real world now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't <laughs> just kidding it's good old mcdonald's diet coke with extra ice no I mean, yes it is the best diet coke out there i swear they do something and i have heard that it's because of their water filtration that there's something about the diet coke at mcdonald's that just is so good so for now that's what it is if i'm in utah it's swigs big al but I was a so delicious gal for a bit because if you remember, my daughter Mo worked there, and that was a sweet hookup for my daily drinks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you really want to save on the budget of spending drinks, have a child work there. Yeah, true or false? Did so delicious have a drink named after you for a little bit? That would be a true statement. True statement. They just knew your order because you were a regular. It did. Did it ever make it onto the printed menu? No, it didn't. No, it did not. So I guess it really isn't. The girls knew. The girls girls did know. Okay, so I hate McDonald's drinks. (laughs) I know. Well, because they use that little machine. It's not like the real fountain. Well, I guess. Freestyle? Fountain, but it's the freestyle. Yeah, Okay, we're going to need to do a whole episode on freestyle machines (laughs) people have talked to me about my instagram like how much i've hated on freestyle machines on my instagram and they're like it just makes me so happy that you're just so passionately against freestyle machines i could i could write a sermon about my hatred for freestyle machines it taints the drink because it all comes through the same line so you can't tell me that my coke is going to taste like a coke after you've had some cherry lime powerade go through that line it's you just know, it's gonna you're take right it. you're right and so that makes sense if that i only sense. have if i only have a freestyle machine option i am letting that sucker run for a decade i let it run oh i waste so much i let it but run what if you go through the drive-through okay so mcdonald's contrary to popular belief mcdonald's doesn't do freestyles through the drive-through Oh, so if they have freestyles inside, if I'm inside a McDonald's, which happens very rarely, and they have freestyle machines, I will go up and ask them, will you pour my drink from the drive-thru window? So it's an okay drink for me, McDonald's is, but I like, I know people are very passionately like, that's the best Diet Coke in in the world is through McDonald's. It's just not my favorite. Um, But so Swig is where it started for me too in Provo. But again, back then I was just doing a straight Coke. When I moved up north to Kaysville, yeah. I came to love Fizz the most um, because it was just really close to my house. So yeah, Fizz Fizz was really my jam. I did love So Delicious. They had the great uh, a really great cookie. And in, until I moved up north, when I was still in Provo with you, I felt like their cookies were the best. Um, they had like a fall one. What was the fall one? Mm-hmm. 
it was like the pumpkin spice. Like it was their um, snickerdoodle. I think either their snickerdoodle or their sugar with kind of like a pumpkin-y spice frosting on it. Yeah. It was, was delish. That was so good. Yeah, it is um, good. But now because, because yeah, I mean, there's the drink, but then there's the cookies. Right now I'm so passionate about twisted sugar cookies. Moving out of Utah, I was shocked when I found a twisted sugar in North Carolina. It is 45 minutes away from my house, but it is worth every second in that car. Yeah. Well, and it's a good airport stop. Like if you're going oh. to the airport or have left the airport, stop at Twisted Sugar. Yeah, always. Because you actually, tend to be at the airport a lot too. This Saturday, I am going with some friends that are from North Carolina and they don't understand the like Utah drink craze, but they've seen it on TikTok lately. And they're like, tell me more about this because you're from Utah. And I'm like, I know. And I was like, there's a place here from Utah that does this. And they're like, take us. We have to go. So I am taking nice. them on Saturday. We're planning a whole girls trip around going to this specialty soda shop. Beautiful. So where's your favorite cookie at, Jack? Well, um, I will do the Swig Mini Sug because I like that they're small. I, those big sugar cookies are just a little bit much. And I really like that they do too, the little right? mini sugar. They are very dense. Yeah. But I do love their dirt ball too. It's just a chocolate on chocolate and it's mm. really delicious. Um, the Scotcheroos from So Delicious are probably my uh, go-to. If I'm at So Delicious, then I do a Scotcheroo. But being in California, we obviously don't have a lot, any of those little drink places, but we do have a new crumble and we have a um, twisted sugar like a half an hour, 40 minutes away. So, um, you know, I can still get my cookie on if I want to, but it's also good that I'm a baker. So I, you know, spend my time <laughs> baking the copycat recipe of the swig. I have a really good copycat recipe of the swig, but um, it definitely has changed my spending significantly not living in Utah. Yes, it's true. When you go, I mean, those drinks are incredibly overpriced for what you're getting, but they're so good. So they weird are delicious. We do. I think it's funny the things that we're passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So when you're I mean, Utah mom, there's it just some things that you're passionate about. And if it's a cookie and a drink that gets me through things. a tough week, hey, I'm taking That's it. right. Um, I love that those drink runs became such a pillar of our friendship and it was so easy to do and we could just keep hanging out from there. Um, I remember just sitting around your house and talking while you would fix dinner. I would ride along with you sometimes to go pick up your kids and a thousand other just seemingly mundane things. It just didn't have to be a big deal for us to spend time together. And that really was where it seemed like things started. Yeah, totally. I love how our friendship started. It was so good in that we just did the day-to-day -day things and there really wasn't any pressure to be entertained. We were just there and doing the everyday things. And I loved walking over to your apartment when you were back from campus. And I remember just sitting and um, helping you put groceries away and cleaning up. And it was nice to have some time to chat while you cleaned or got dinner started. Exactly. We talk about our friendship gaps. Um, that's what this whole podcast cast is about, is that we've created this incredible friendship, even though there's so many gaps that we have overcome. And I think it was so fun to see you 20 years older than me, 
mothering and being this wife that I could see myself being in the future. My best friend is 20 years older than me. And I absolutely love that because I've learned so much from you and Dave and, and your kids. And just, it's been this incredible, incredible gap. And I think that's been so important for our friendship. Yeah. I think that that 20 year gap, um, I love being around you and your kids now and even going through those stages that I have already been through and watching you and just being a help. I know we joke sometimes that our relationship is either mother, daughter, sisters, or best friends, (laughs) but it's so true because when you have things and I can shed some light or, you know, be like, okay, talk you off the cliff of, you know, whatever it is with the boys or, and I love that about our friendship that I can be there for you. And that does not mean that you have not ever been there for me. You are always there and kind of help me be young still. I I still, I don't feel like I'm 20 years older than you. And no. I love that, that you make me feel young and we have such a good time. And it just, that age difference, I don't feel that. I don't feel like I'm this, it, it's reminded to me that I am 20 years older than you when we're in a store and somebody says, oh, you and your mom are shopping today. It's like, okay, yep, I am 20 years older than her, but no, I'm not her mom. <laughs> No, not, not her mom. And not I think her mom. that's something that, you know, you get to a certain point where age doesn't matter, but I still think that a lot of people struggle with that. They feel like they have to be friends with people that are their own age, or maybe they don't feel like they have to, but it kind of makes them shy away from relationships or friendships because they're worried about an age difference. But I think for us, it's always been something that's been a really great part of our friendship and it's I don't feel like it's ever really been an issue do you feel like there's ever been moments where it's made things harder no Mm-mm. um I mean and I can maybe think that it's like I don't have as much it, it in the beginning I didn't have as much freedom as you had and it would be like, you would want to go maybe and do something and be like, ah, but I've got the kids and this. And at times like that, yeah, there was a little bit of where it's like, okay, we can't really do that right now because I've got the kids have homework or they have this or they have that. And that maybe was the only thing in the very beginning, just because I was a, that much more ahead of you and you were still newly married. It was just you and Mike. And, but it never was anything that it, was a big deal. It was just working around it and understanding of, okay, I've got this obligation. Or I have this responsibility. I can't do that right now. And it never was a big deal, but just something that we learned to work around. Well, and I think that's a good point because having a 20 year gap meant that your kids were old enough that they were having babysitters and you were still able to make time for a friendship. Sure. There was definitely times when yeah, like your kids have to take priority. But I think if, I mean, if someone wants to have close friendships, they have to be able to prioritize them. And it's not prioritizing them above your family or your job or responsibilities and things like that. But, you know, having friends takes takes work and it takes coordination and finding a babysitter and making time for date nights. And and I think that's something that as as we talk about relationships in the future, we'll talk about how to make time for that and, and things like that. But it's also making time for friendships that I think is really yeah. important. 
I am so excited for our future episodes where we'll talk about all of these elements of creating great friendships. So to wrap it up, where are you now, Kels? It's been 10 years. How has your life changed? Well, I'm still married to Mike and we have two kids now. That's definitely the biggest change in my life. It was an incredible journey that Jackie was a huge support through as Mike and I battled infertility for years. And I'm sure we'll do an episode about that in the future. I'd love to talk about just being a friend through something like that. Uh, Currently, I live just outside Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Mike works for Milwaukee Tool and loves everything to do with that. If you can think of a tool, we probably have it. (laughs) But can I ever find a tape measure in my house? No, I cannot. Uh, We have Judd, who's six and in kindergarten. James is four and in preschool. So I'm recording during school hours, except in today's episode, you can hear James a little bit in the background. I have a website design company. I co-own a jewelry and home decor company, and I'm just staying busy with my little family. What about you? Well, we are now in Oceanside, California. And even though it was a struggle to move away from Morgan and Colton, who are in Utah, We really do love it here. Colton is dating his sweetheart, future wife, as we like to say, (laughs) Riley. And Morgan has been married for two years now to Nick, who is a sweetheart as well. It is so much fun having adult kids. We really do have a blast. um, But there's also heartache to raising or not raising. I didn't raise my adult kids, but having adult kids, which that should be a really good episode to talk more about adult kids. Um. Chase is now 15 and a sophomore. He is doing so good and loves school, surfing, and Amanda, who is his Vespa. <laughs> yes, just, can we say that, how did that he, he named with his Amanda? Vespa? You know, he's a big 80s music guy. He loves everything 80s. And so it may be from that song, Na-na-na, Amanda. I don't know. I don't know if that's what it is, but we'll go with is that. Is it embarrassing that your 15-year-old son knows that song and I don't? Um, probably yes. I would say that we need to talk more about 80s stuff, which we are going to have an episode on a little bit of that gap, right? That will be fun. Yes. I can't wait for that. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Um, let's see. Dave is busy working on Dave things and he will ever be the busy entrepreneur, which I love. He's doing what he loves to do. And I am working part-time with a baby company here in California. And I started back to school to finish my degree. So we have a lot of things. I know. It's awesome. It's kind of weird, but it's been going really great. So things are busy, but we're happy. That's awesome. We are so excited to be putting this podcast out there, talking about friendship, and hopefully we can inspire and coach others in having meaningful friendships, regardless of the gaps that you may see in yourself and others. I can't wait for our next episode. It's going to come out next Tuesday, so look forward to that. And please subscribe, leave us a rating and a review so we can hear from you. It really helps the podcast grow. And of course, hearing from all of you gives us a huge boost. We are also on Instagram at The Friend Gap, and we're going to be dropping a lot of content there. We're going to be asking for episode suggestions, doing some polls, and really, we're just so excited to engage with you guys. Thank you all for being here. We love what we're doing, and we'll see you next week on The Friend Gap.